Thanks for tuning in to our bonus episode preview. This is just a short sample of this week's exclusive Patreon episode. You can hear the episode in its entirety by becoming a member at patreon.com slash indoctrination, where you'll gain access to all of our exclusive episodes and merchandise. I am so happy to be able to provide another wonderful show for our supporters, for the people who take the time, make the effort, and are generous in supporting what we do to keep it on the air and to keep it available for other people who want to be able to come on and talk and also for people who just really want to hear about what other people have been through and how they've gotten through it. And so it's a special treat today to have my guest. So to our lovely Patreon supporters, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Jolie Holland. And part of the reason we're going to be talking today is not only because of your history and some of the things that you've been through, some of the things that you've needed to be able to understand, uh, and some of the things that are hard to understand that people try to understand throughout a lifetime, I think, to see how they impacted you, but also because you have this wonderful gift. You are able to create music. And you are very talented and you have actually come out with a new album. And I'd love you to spend a moment talking about the album and then we'll get into it in more depth. I wrote some of these songs with my friend Buck Meek, who's in the band Big Thief. It was great to be able to have that kind of collaboration with him. That was super fun. I produced it as a trio, which was really interesting. I'd never done that before. It was um, with two of my long-term collaborators, Adam Brisbane and Justin Veloso. And we did most of it in um, in the middle of nowhere in this... Uh, it's, not, it's not the middle of nowhere now, but it really used to be. It was in the off-season for rock climbers. It's a place called Smith Rock, which is, you know, I don't, I don't climb... So like I I had never heard of it, but our friend's grandfather bought land there when it was worthless. And then now it's a rock climbing mecca. He's a musician and he started this beautiful studio out there. So we uh, were in view of, of all the incredible rock formations. It was so great. And like a herd of deer would go to sleep outside one of the windows every night. It was incredibly isolated. Wow, that's amazing. Quite beautiful. I know a lot of people who are artists find environments to be in that help them to um, quiet their minds or are able to um, let their creative juices flow. There are a lot of people who find nature to be a wonderful collaborator to their music. And so I'm really glad that you got to explore somewhere new, somewhere quiet and remote. What did it provide for you being in that space? I've made a couple records out in the middle of nowhere before, and you're giving the band a case of cabin fever, basically. You're just like, everybody's like isolated, and there's no restaurants. You all have to cook for each other. So that was really cute. And people were, you know, sharing kind of like family recipes and that kind of thing. Like the engineer is a French guy, Octave Zangs. 
First of all, his first name is Octav. Such a cool musical name. So I remember watching uh, the documentary that came out pretty recently about Neil Young. It was such a good documentary. You get to really know him and see him now, but also has how he's reflecting back on the time that he did these barn recordings and what it was like just to be, you know, on his land in the country, but also be in an actual barn doing the recordings and how it changes the feeling and changes the music to a certain degree, just the sound, the overall sound. It's very cool. There's a song on the record called feet on the ground. I'm trying to create a new project for myself that's anti-patriarchal dance music. And I think about like other people who are doing similar stuff like Pussy Riot and Anani and La Tigra and like, I don't know, I'm just like trying to approach it for myself. Like I always try to redefine what protest music means. And the drum track on that was all about barn sound. Like we reamped a drum machine and then played it in the barn and then recorded that. Every man, woman, and person on the spectrum to the revolution. On a system of exploitation that's a given. Feet on the Ground is a really important song for me. It's the first foray into dance music, and it's really inspired by this William Monnier Bar song called Better Change Your Mind. It's really modeled after his song, and it's a dance song, but it's discursive. You know, it's a it's a party song but it's like meant as like part of an important conversation. America, do you ever think this world is yours? And you, Russia, do you ever think this world is yours? One of You is the first way that I was trying to write Feet on the Ground. Like, I was trying to write an anti-patriarchal song, kind of like a protest song from the inside out that's not confrontational, but more intended as like a transformational song. It's, it's really interesting to me the way it happened. Like, I was trying to come up with images that have that kind of power for me. And I read Jersey Kaczynski's book, Painted Bird, when I was 13. That song just, like, appeared to me. Like, I wrote it in 15 minutes. So it's, like, this really interesting, almost, like, dream response to the idea of, like, how do you talk about how dangerous sexism is. Like, how how do you talk about how dangerous racism is? And the image is just so, so brutal. And, um, and yeah, I just really zoomed in on the central image in, in that book. Um, the book really tortured me. I really wish that I hadn't read it when I was 13. It was, like, it was really, like, a lot of very 
violent sexual scenes. It really scarred me. I literally read it because there was like a cool illustration of a bird on it. Like I, and then once I started reading it, I couldn't stop because it's so intense. It's the story of this little Polish kid, a blonde haired kid who is not immediately perceptible as being Jewish. And he's like walking out of rural Poland in the aftermath of the Holocaust. And he keeps encountering these horrible scenes. And one of them, he watches these two country boys that are trapping birds and then painting them all the wrong colors and then releasing them to their flock and then watching the flock kill them. So it's like this very basic picture about the dangers of disinformation and othering. It's so interesting thinking about like how even the very finest shades of othering create so much danger. Blue.